Hi, I'm Tim Berglund with Confluent. I'm the chair of the Kafka Summit Program Committee, and in that role, I see a lot of abstracts. And based on what I've seen, I'd like to give you some tips for writing a more successful one. Now, an abstract is a story. That's the thing you have to remember, first and foremost. It's a story that connects with the pains and the fears of the people in the audience and shows how your technical content leads them away from home and through a journey where they can be changed such that those pains and fears are relieved. Now, maybe that's a little more ambitious than you were thinking, but this is really true. And if you pay attention, I just described three parts to an abstract. There were three things there. Let me tell you what they are. So first, you connect with your audience, right? You find out what's wrong with them uh, and uh, what, what, where, how do they need to change. The middle part, you actually give your technical instruction, your demo, your content, whatever that is. And at the end, the third part, you apply that technical content to the problems that your audience has, showing that those problems are solved now. Now, this means you never start by talking about yourself. I read a lot of abstracts that start off by talking about the achievements of the speaker or maybe the company they work for. And I got to tell you, nobody cares. Uh, that's the thing you just kind of have to get over. Even if you have a billion customers and you process more messages in a day than there are fundamental particles in the universe, literally no one cares at all. Uh, well, they care about their own problems. And, and that's, that's what you need to connect with, solving their problems, not talking about how great you are. So after that, after connecting with problems that people in the audience might have, then you summarize your technical content. Now, you don't want that summary to be too long. You want it to be a summary, not the actual script of the talk. Uh, you know, this poor program committee has to read a lot of these things and, and you don't want it to be too big, but you don't want it to be too small either. You know, you have to show that you can deliver the goods. You have to give enough of a summary of your technical content that we kind of know that you can do what you say you're going to do. So there's this really Goldilocks kind of thing there. Then in the third part of the abstract, you say how you fix the problem. Uh, you've opened with a statement of the problem. You've delivered your content. And now you take that content. Now that you've taken people through that journey, you can go back and revisit those problems and say, hey, look, here's how they're solved. And here's how your life is irrevocably improved now. This isn't the lame old uh, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. You're not repeating yourself three times. These are three distinct things. The problem your information, and now how that information solves the problem. Those are the three parts of an abstract. And the talk you give should have the same three parts. These are the three parts to any story, and your talk should be a story. Now, the bulk of it is going to be your demo or your description of whatever it is you're talking about, or you know, could be big conceptual things. It doesn't have to be the details of some API. That's, that's the bulk, is that exposition of that material. But those three parts where you're connecting with problems with people in the room, you're teaching, and then you're showing how that teaching solves those problems, those are the three parts of your talk as well. Your abstract is just a summary of that talk. Now, if you stop watching now and you just remember this, you'll do well. Okay, if you really put this into practice, think of your abstract like a story, use that three-act three, three act structure, um, it's going to be a strong abstract, but I have a few more do's and don'ts for you if you'd like. Now, uh, remember that abstracts are first and foremost for the audience. If the talk gets accepted, this goes in an app and maybe on a printed program somewhere, and people are trying to choose what talk to go to, don't be afraid to sell them and persuade them a little bit. You really do want them to think this is going to be good for them and, and fun and, and exciting. Uh, at the same time, the abstract is also for the program committee. Uh, that program committee, 
is probably reading hundreds of these. They're probably doing it at night and on weekends. Uh, a lot for a lot of people, uh, this is volunteer work that they do because they care about a community. And so you want to really try to make your abstract stick out, right? You want a compelling title. You want a nice, strong opening. You just want good economical writing in general. Think of those things. Really, really think of this as uh, trying to compete for attention uh, with busy people reading it and reading hundreds of others like it and make it stick out as best you can. Um, and make sure the content you're proposing fits. Like if it's for Kafka Summit, I would love it if the abstract has something to do with Kafka. I just think that would be great and you'd have a much higher chance of success. If you're submitting to a conference that has themed tracks, make sure it's aligned with the track. Like if you're submitting the microservices track, don't have a thing that's about machine learning. Um, that just doesn't make any sense. So make sure it's aligned, not just with the conference, but with the track if appropriate. And be careful if you're a vendor. Now, I speak as a vendor. Uh, I speak at lots of conferences. I submit abstracts. They're evaluated by other program committees that, that I'm not on, right? So I have to be careful because I have a responsibility to my employer. I have a job to do. We have a message to get out, and that's a real thing. But nobody's going to tolerate a sales pitch, okay? I can't go to a conference and just give them all confluent messaging all the time um, because that's not how this works. You have to give the people in the room something they can use. And ideally, that aligns with your company's goals. Hopefully, I certainly feel that it does when I'm when I'm speaking about, you know, confluent related things. Uh, but I'm sure always to teach people a thing that they can use right away uh, and point them at tooling or product or something that they can just go home that night or go to the hotel room that night and play with. Always make sure you're giving them something they can use right away. And of course, you maintain your responsibility to your employer as well. So if you're submitting uh, an abstract as a vendor, be careful. Uh, if it's a sales pitch, it'll be rejected. If it sounds like it's not a sales pitch, but then the talk ends up being a sales pitch, you'll never be invited back. So you got to be careful with that. And uh, along the lines of making sure you're giving people things they can use, if your use case or your scale as a company or something is just so extraordinary that what you're doing is, is a niche and there are two or three other companies like you in the world, that can be interesting. Those talks can be a lot of fun. You know, it's always nice to know how the giant internet companies do things. But you also want to make sure you're giving people things they can use. And if you are the company that built a stretch Kafka cluster across the local galaxy cluster, and it's 100 million light years wide, uh, there's probably nobody else going to do that. So uh, it could be fun, but this gets into the territory when you talk about that kind of thing of really just talking about how awesome you are and not helping the people in the room be more awesome and more successful. So you want to make sure, especially if it's something really extraordinary in scale uh, somehow, that you're still giving people tools they can use. Uh, because, and this is what I'm going to end with, the most important point about speaking and writing abstracts, you are there to serve the audience. Uh, the people who have chosen to spend their time in the room with you, they are your first priority. You're there to serve and care for them. And if you've really got that internalized, that's what you believe, that's going to come through in your abstract. If your abstract sounds like, wow, this is a person who really wants to add to this community, take care of those people in the room, and not just trumpet their own awesomeness, that will come through. You'll have a much much higher chance of getting accepted. So whether you're submitting for Kafka Summit or any other conference, I hope this is helpful and makes your next abstract a better one.